where it's at. I got two Dan tables and a microphone. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Where It's At. I'm your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, Dan Hornstein. And also today, once again, we have special guest, music aficionado, one of the funniest men I've ever talked to uh, yeah. in a two-hour lost episode of a podcast that is closely related to this one. And then we had to come back and re-record it because my other co-host forgot to hit record that day. Chad Alexander. I killed it. I swear to you, I killed it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yes. But yeah, so hey, this for week, for first impressions, Chad picked a song. What's the song, Chad? Uh, the song is, uh, and I want to get it right because it's spelled kind of funky, but the band is Dead Poet Society. The song is Coda, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It's, it's period, uppercase C, lowercase O, <laughs> uppercase D, uppercase A, <laughs> period. Uh, because yeah. I, I can get down with that because Prince, but, um, that's true. That is, yeah. that, that is, that is very true. Uh, I literally just learned about this band last night. Um, I saw them live, uh, as the opening act for seven dust. And, <clears throat> uh, I saw the show with Dan. Um, thank you. And, <laughs> oh my God, they killed. And, uh, I, after the show last night, I had to come home. I had to work like until four in the morning after I came home from this concert. And all I did was play their entire catalog on a loop. And, uh, yeah, I got a new, I got a, I got a new favorite band, uh, amongst all the other favorite bands that these guys kill. I kind of think nice. they stole the show. This was, I've had two concerts in the past couple of years where the opening band out of three bands has stolen the show and they're they've each been eerily similar in style and tone. And one of them was last night. It was dead poet society. The other one was when I saw Baroness and dear death heaven open. Uh, they played together. I'm not the biggest death heaven fan, although their new album kicks and zeal and ardor opened for them. And I had, I had liked Zeal and Arter before, but I never, I didn't know how they would be live because Zeal and Arter is kind of like one guy recording in his bedroom type thing. And he had yeah. a whole band with him. They blew everybody out of the water. They were just hands down by far. And I felt the same way to a degree about Dead Poet Society last night. I mean, Seven Dust brought the thunder. And if I was more of a Seven Dust fan, I would have walked away going like, wow, Seven Dust was really amazing. I could tell Seven Dust was the more rehearsed and polished of all three bands. And so they like, mm. they were clearly like the more experienced, but I, I had, I had a lot more fun watching dead poet society cause it was new fresh. And I, I walked in, we missed probably like the first two songs. Uh, but it, man, just so much fun watching them. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, and I, to be, uh, we got like, so we walk in, I'd probably like in the middle of their set. Um, and, the sound is like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. And then you start to get more into it. And as their set gets deeper into it, uh, my dude pulls out a fretless seven string guitar. Yeah. And it took a minute for it to register. But I'm like, oh, no, no. Like, because he was doing all these like slidey runs and kind of thing. And like the intonation was perfect as he's landing on uh. this. This is this is the second use the the second reckless abandoned usage of a fretless instrument <laughs> that I've seen in a matter of days. Uh, cause I saw my cousin's band perform last Thursday. Um, 
bound by years and the the headlining act for them is a three piece and the lead singer uh, who sings with his head at a f- like a 50 degree angle staring directly up into a microphone is playing a fretless eight string bass flawlessly and never looked at it once just shredding <laughs> and it Can is you say like mortal Kombat, like flawless victory well with his face paint and everything else <laughs> yeah it kind of matched like he was a bit you know he, he could have been <laughs> raiden um but uh <laughs> but yeah this i had to go I, last night i was obsessed so much and i texted dan like as soon as i found out like yeah confirmed this guy's playing a fretless seven string for all these like crazy runs and slide parts oh, and i gotta send that video to mark i watched that first thing this morning Heck yeah because yeah, he breaks down the riff on one of their songs of how to do it and it's like yeah so step one is uh take a soldering iron and pliers and just pull all the frets out of your guitar you don't need those uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting to see that someone did the jocko Pastorius method of converting their instrument to a fretless the same way is like the same exact way. Pull the frets out, fill the slots in with a uh, wood putty and then just cover it with epoxy. So Mark, what did you think of the yes. song? So first impression, I turned it on and I have heard of dead poet society, Okay, but it's always been in like passing like secondhand from other people or overheard other people listening to it. So I never really sat down and was like, okay, I'm going to give this a good listen. So first impression, like the song comes in, the verse plays through, and I was like, okay, I mean, this is okay. It's not really great, but it's not really... And then the chorus kicked in, and I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? (laughs) And I was hooked. (laughs) It tricks you, and almost every one of their songs tricks you like that. So Coda starts off with this sort of like bluesy just sort of jangly kind of guitar, but then you get yeah. like this ridiculous low end uh, when yeah. the chorus kicks in, like, and the rhythm interplay during those parts is so different uh, with the, yeah. with the, with the vocalist singing in a register that I can never hope to reach. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and then you get to the breakdown and you're like, Oh, what's happening with this tension? Like the breakdown happens and you're like, Oh, and so I looked over (laughs) the thing that the thing that hit me last night is I'm standing next to Dan as we're listening to this band. And I wish like we don't do video on this podcast, but, uh, if you could see Dan's face, my man was tired, but in the middle of a yawn, he's just like mouth wide open in mid yawn, but still just crazy crinkle nose just going like this is so sick like, that was no let me let me correct that was actually not a yawn that was me in full mouth agape for that entire song uh like that was what was going on i was i was struck like they they um so that that rhythmic part that you're talking about they they yeah. extended that mark when they played that live um, oh. they, yeah they really leaned into it and they did some really fun stuff that i i was a little disappointed didn't make it onto the studio cut uh uh the studio track that they they did a little more live and there was some mm-hmm. stuff where the drummer was playing you know just on the rims and the guitar player and they were doing some really textured stuff and yeah i paid attention i paid attention so the lead singer on rhythm guitar he has like his fingernails dug into the strings like right above the neck pickup and he's doing this like as he's sort of like grinding his fingernails up and down so it's changing the pitch of like the ticks part and uh the lead guitarist is on the low string playing this like 
basically playing what the kick drum should be doing and the drummer yeah, right. is just doing the ticket like just playing all the other parts of the kit except for the actual kit so you've got this kind of polyrhythmic thing happening uh, that they're they're doing at the towards the tail end of the song. So all mm-hmm. all this combined causes this visceral reaction in me physically, <laughs> <laughs> where like I I lock up and like my shoulders hike up uh, to my knee and my jaw like and I'm like my mouth is again and just I'm disappears. my neck disappears and I start like and I'm going oh my god like oh it's so good it's so good like and that's when Chad looks over me I'm like fuck this is sick like this is just so it was you know, we use this phrase a lot and I, uh, we're not the only ones that use it. Stank face. Like we, like I get a yeah. stank face and that's, it's such a con. I got stank body. Like I had a yeah. full stank torso experience listening to that song. Like Dan so, transformed uh, his entire yeah. persona into uncle oh, fester. Because of the, God, of the I aggressive really thank you. I felt like Uncle Fester. I turned into Christopher Lloyd <laughs> yeah. in the Adams Family. I don't know enough about the 60s one, but I had a full Christopher Lloyd experience. Like, <laughs> circles under my eyes. Just no just neck. Everything. Just no neck. You were, a, you you were put shoulders and ears. In my mouth, at that point, it would have glowed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I fucking, same thing. And the, the singer's got just enough of like a Jack White kind of vibe with the bluesiness and the high-pitched register uh, that I, I love it, man. I was going to give this um, right at four beards for me. I think it's a great Yeah, track. and we have to mention, too, that their bass player has no spine. Um, he is, <laughs> this dude is all over He's, the stage and d- never misses never misses a note but he is like full-blown just transforming himself into every letter of the alphabet bending backwards and jumping off the jumping off the drum riser and just killing it but yeah they're yeah. uh they're an exciting band to see live if, if i really hope that they can come and do something that's just them uh without opening for somebody so I could see them do a full proper set. Ooh, that would be good. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I would definitely like to see these guys live. I give it four beards. It's a solid track. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the album because it's very, it's, it's different. It's unique. It's weird. It's heavy. It's what I like in a lot of music. Yeah. it, It seems to, it seems to bridge so many different genres that, it keeps you on your toes because you think you're like, Oh, I got, I know what to expect. And then like, right. A different section of the song hits. And you're like, didn't see that coming. <laughs> exactly. My favorite stuff in the world is John is bands that do that, that can merge several genres together. Uh, the band that I referenced earlier, Zealand Arder does that very well. They, they merge a lot of like Southern gospel and like African American spiritual music. And then they go into black metal. <laughs> and it's like that shouldn't be seamless how did you get yeah. from yeah. A to Z <laughs> immediately and then they'll jump right back to it and you're like holy shit you just you you just seem you went right back and it was amazing and it was simple so yeah when bands can do it and it's effortless and it works and it fits the song really well like it did with uh, Dead Poets kudos because that's that's a talent 
And what's killing me is with all of these, uh, like this, this next generation of guitar players coming up. I say next generation because it's been, it feels like it's been around for about a decade now with like Tosin Abasi mm. and, and a few others that it's like, Oh, I can hear you're playing. Like, yeah, you, you were very influenced by some dubstep electronica stuff and just found a means to find a way to, to get close to it with guitar. Um, yeah. and that fretless seven string with all of the like all of the rising and falling and counterplay and chaotic, uh, just disrespect for the 12 note Western scale. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. I, I wish I did. I wish I knew how to do more of that. Yeah. That's a really good call. How would you yeah. rate the song? Oh, I, I, it's a four. It's a four and a half. It's a four and a half just because, it's it, it kind of cheats a little bit or it, it kind of uh, going from the live experience and seeing everything else that they were able to do and how the songs have evolved since the recording of this. You go back and listen to this and it's like, oh, it's missing that cool thing that we experienced. And it's just kind of the, mm-hmm. the same thing with like almost any live recording is when you hear where the, if, if your first exposure to it is where they took it live after, you know, a year of having the material available um, and you go back and listen to it as a recorder, like, oh, like they have new ideas now about it. Um, just the recorded track lets you down. And like you can try to find some stuff about them on YouTube. It does not equal what they're doing now. And we've had this pre we've, we've had the same conversation about another band that uh, I discovered called uh, at, in Austin called think, no think that yep. you can, you can listen to the recordings. Like the, the studio albums are great. You can see them on YouTube, but what they do live now, there's, there, there's only one video I found on YouTube that equals what they're doing live now and what they're doing live now destroys. So I would say it's probably the same. It's it's about the same with Dead Poet Society. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. So this week we are picking (laughs) individual top five songs that we could erase from history. Songs that we can't stand or that are so horrible that we would be like, I'm going to go back in a time machine and, you know, make sure this song doesn't get produced or recorded. (laughs) We go from we go from uh, immense love of a new thing yeah. that we discovered, and we're like, "This is what needs to die." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, it's, it's going to get ugly real fast, guys. It, yeah, it's going to get ugly really, really fast. So, um, we can just do this like snake draft, like we do, or we can just go in a circle. I figured we could just go, you know, one, two, three. Each of us can go. Um, and are we doing? T- I don't are know. Are we doing I- fives, or are we just doing the entire list? I, I, I was thinking five, but I have okay. extras because I kept thinking of ones that <laughs> I, I was like, well, too. that's horrible. I did too. Well, like that's every time horrible. one would come up. So I think I'm going to do like my five and then just have some honorable mentions because okay. it, otherwise this list could be like 40, 50 tracks and we'd be here for six hours. Sure. Thank you. sure. All right. I'll try to, I'll try to stop at a certain point. Uh, cause it's going to get real repetitive for me too, at a certain, I, you know, I think it probably would for me too, which is why I tried to limit myself to the worst of the worst. Cause it wasn't just like, Oh, this song is annoying. Cause there's lots of songs where I'm like, Oh, that's annoying. And then other songs come on and I'm like, okay, this is horrible. This is like getting nails jammed into my eardrums. I'm <laughs> begging for death. So the first one, uh, uh, since can this I, was my idea, well, can I ask you though? Like, all right, yeah. so 
before you get into it, and I don't want to derail you too much. No problem. We asked you. I asked you at, to pick the topic. Right. <laughs> 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 And and you were like, let me think about it. And I, this came like on a Monday, and I think you were at work. Did something trigger this specifically? Like, what I want to know from you is like, was there a specific song that came on, and you were like, fuck this, we're doing this song. Like, this has got to go. And they were like, was there something that that made you go like, yeah, this has got to be the topic this week? It was. It was four of the five that came on <laughs> within. With, I'm not kidding. Within like a two hour period. And I was like, what fucking DJ is doing this? This guy is an asshole. Because it, it, you res, you res, when you came with the, the suggestion, like it came with such conviction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was mad. I was, I was like, mad. I don't know how I knew that because it was text, but I was like, it just like, it was like, there was a tone. You know, you, you, were like, you know me enough to, you could feel it. You could sense it through the force. You were like Yoda. You were like, I feel a disturbance in yeah. the force. Mark is suffering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So the first one is a song I have hated for decades. And I just don't understand how it got produced and written. I would do anything I could to make sure this song never got listened to <laughs> and by anyone ever again. It's Karma Chameleon. I hate <laughs> oh, this song God. so much. I'm a man. It's stupid. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's annoying. <laughs> it's like having sandpaper jammed up your ass and in your ears at the same time stuck to the end of a drill bit. It's terrible. <laughs> But it, but sandpaper stuck to the end of a drill bit. But, That's fucking fantastic. But, but it come and go, Mark. It come and go. <laughs> it's horrible. And it gets stuck in your head. And then you can't get it out. So for like three days, I'm like, no. Nah! <laughs> is there is there something about it that, that really irks you? Is it the harmonica? It's everything. It is. It's, okay. it's the lyrics. It's, it's the, the harmonica. It's just... It's the whole thing. It's not just because for some people, I've talked to other people like, oh, the harmonica is kind of weird. I don't care for it. It would be the better without it. I'm like, no, belong. it's just, huh? That's that's not what the thing that's weird about that song to me is the harmonica feels like it doesn't belong. In no, it song. doesn't belong. Like, <laughs> it's like it, it, the rest of it feels, it, it's just, yeah, uh, that's a good choice. And then there's oh, like, I've the, offended the music video my- is like a weird riverboat. Thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's an odd. Well, I've offended people when they've like, what song do you hate? Like one of the most. I'm like, Karma Chameleon. They're like, oh, I loved that when I was in high school. And I'm like, well, you have terrible taste. I'm like, this song is. Just, yeah. Just know that everyone also hated you. <laughs> 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 but it's funny because at the start of COVID, with like the way that symptoms would kind of like show up and disappear, show up and disappear. Uh, I was yeah. on the phone with a friend of mine and who was sick and I, I don't know why just to cheer her up. I just in my, it just, it, it popped in my brain, just like a virus, just like the song actually is. And I'm like, COVID, 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 chameleon. <laughs> oh Lord. The symptoms come and go. The symptoms come and go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I can, jive, I can jive with what you're saying. I get it. Yeah. It's your thoughts, Dan. On Karma Chameleon? Yeah, if you I have any. fucking sucks. I, I'm not a big uh, <laughs> Culture Club fan. Boy George, what he, what he had the... 
crying game song was okay. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, I could do yeah. without. It's not something that annoyed me necessarily. I but when this it, it's a quick, I'll change it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. on, you know, <laughs> but but I never, I ne- it's it's never one of those songs where I went, oh god, this is the worst. It just never was too much on my radar. Does that oh, okay. make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I never crossed paths. So with I, it but I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your pick, Dan? Your first pick. Uh, mine is fucking Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Mm. <laughs> that dog shit piece of shit fucking song. <laughs> that was that was God on damn. my list a little bit further down, but was yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. I just I, I wanted to pick I so these are in no specific order. This is just the first right. one that I thought of. And the reason I hate it um is because number one, I, I hate any song where people add their own lyrics to it. <laughs> a la Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer style, where, like, uh-huh. you'll go down in history, like Columbus. Fuck you, that's not a part of the song. Like, and so the whole, like, help me, help me, help me, to whatever they say to Sweet Caroline, uh, you know, they make up the stuff that they yell back at Neil Diamond. It's a it's a really bad song. The fact that they play it at every, whatever, uh, I think it's Boston Red Sox games. Oh, um, it's at every bar. It's at every, it's everywhere. Thank you. And then uh, you always get the drunk peep the drunk you know like blonde white girl screaming it out in the back yeah i I have found i have found that any song that comes on where immediately a group of women just screams and just goes oh my god this is our song it's it's gonna be red hot death and then yeah. hands touching hands. There's something pedophilic about that song. I, I don't know what it is, but if you do your research somewhere, like there is, mm, there Neil Diamond. I guarantee you, he's got some Cosby level, if uh, like charges up against him somewhere along the lines. It's just it's somebody. Just coming. Somebody do the research, do a Hannibal Burris style expose on him and just expose the truth on Neil Diamond, get it out there, get him in jail where he belongs and finally get all the people like shutting up about fucking Sweet Caroline. Cause I guarantee you Sweet Caroline, she was like 10. Okay. And that's, <laughs> that's what it is. It's a Lolita story that we just need to drop it and let it go. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Chad, what's your first Ooh, and, and I'm going to choose the one that I despise the most, which is going to be, I'm sure, uh, uh, people, I, I don't, I don't care if you disagree. Okay. For one, uh, being a guitar player in a band anywhere, anywhere. Also, uh, why would this be anyone's anthem? Fucking Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. Go jump off. Oh, go jump off man. a building. Go jump off a building. Like of all the Southern rock bands, if I could delete Leonard Skinner entirely, I would. But Sweet Home Alabama <laughs> is the most egregious uh, song to be. Li- like, how is this your anthem? This is your anthem. Yeah. This thing. Yeah. This repetitive ass game of twister where we just chase our own tail it's it like <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not as annoying as freebird in terms of the audacity that they dare to go to like okay 15 minute piano solo go die um 
<laughs> but this song, when you're in a band and as much as this gets requested, you just end up yeah. hating it. Oh, absolutely. It is free bird dog too. shit. Freebird yeah, too. Free bird. Give me yeah. three. St- I mean, I can go on about Skinner all day, but yeah, Sweet Hollow Alabama is especially offensive. <laughs> Yeah. In more ways than one, just musically offensive. Yes. Like sonically offensive. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. Okay. And, and just to play devil's advocate, what do you think is now worse? Can I, can I see, and if we were to play poker, I would say, I'll see your sweet Hallam, <laughs> Alabama and raise you all summer long by Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. True. But I mean, like, hey, that song has got a dad. So, yeah, yeah. it actually has. It has two dads. Yeah, it's, it's got, got two dads. London and Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> it's just one of them's on meth. Oh yeah. <sighs> but yeah, Sweet Home Alabama. Just for the fact that it's like just every dumb country bar goers anthem. Uh, just shut up. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's oh, like every God. every sports bar, every little back. I mean, I play. I used to play with a classic rock cover band, and that and Freebird were the most requested songs. And I was just like, I'm tired of it. Bam, you bam, just get bam, tired bam, of it all the time. Bam, and then you play it, and then two hours later, you know, when you're getting ready after you've had a break, someone else. Oh, my buddy said you played Freebird and Sweet Home. Can you play that again? No, I we already it. did it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah that's one i don't understand how the general populace is not tired of that shit yet i don't i don't understand either because when it comes loud like in a movie i'm like you could have picked something way better yeah you have why sweet home alabama pick something why did else they, they've even made a movie named after that fucking shit right. song the movie's terrible of course it is and it, it's like uh if the mo- you- wouldn't it be crazy if the movie was awesome <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is the legacy that three that the the combination of these three words should have had. This movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I mean, you know, it's it, break up with your abusive relationship with Leonard Skinner. I mean, the Allman Brothers have been there the entire time. Yes. Far, far superior. Dude, oh my god, if Soul Shine would have picked up the way Sweet Home Alabama was the world. There would be world peace by now. Yeah, Blue Sky <laughs> ain't wasting time no more. Come on. Like you know. the Allman Brothers collectively have a, an entire library of songs that Leonard Skinner can't touch. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. <laughs> okay, my second track is only came in second just barely. Just barely. Because every time I hear this song, it's just almost just as grating. It's just as frustrating. And I am astounded that whenever I hear this, people want to sing along to it or hum along to it or whistle along to it. It's Careless Whisper. I hate this song. (laughs) I hate the saxophone. I hate that it's some mopey, bitchy dude crying over a breakup. Just shut the fuck up. Move on with your life. It's it's horrible. It's and it gets stuck in your head too. It's two it's, weeks in uh, a row we've uh, we've brought that song up because I talked about it last week on the watch. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. And I almost said something. I was like, I hate this song. 
But you got to admit, it was tastefully done then. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's bad. It's played way too much. It's, I'll give you that. I don't understand that. It's why it, it seems to me it's gained like a resurgence in popularity over the past few years. Yeah, I think I think just because of the, uh, an entire generation that didn't grow up with it is now finding it like uh, fun and ironic. I think you're right. That's probable. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's it's one of those. Yeah, it's grating frustrating i've been known to at work before go and shut off the radio when it comes <laughs> on. same thing with karma chameleon because i'm just like no i can't i can't right we now. don't have this in my house or i'll just put in earbuds and then you know they'll be like hey we were calling for you you didn't hear us no i had my earbuds in why careless whisper was on i'm like what what do you mean i'm like this song is trash <laughs> it's like i can't do my job and listen be subjected to this Oh it's man, that actually reminded me of another one I got to add on to my list. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your second one, Dan? Well, now hang on, because <laughs> some things the, the landscape has shifted. Because the yeah, yeah. The, everything's changing now. Um, I'm I'm gonna say I, can, I I'm gonna have to do a bunch of honorable mentions, but That's if fine. I if I really had to pick one to completely wipe off the face of the planet. Uh, lit my own worst enemy. Really? Uh. (laughs) Oh my God. Let me tell you how much I have always hated that song. I hated that song when it fucking came out. I hated that song because it came out when I was in high school. I hated the fact Uh that every fucking high school band that everybody knew (laughs) felt like they had to try to play that fucking song. Um, All it was, I say, in high school, like, what do you have for gigs? You have a local battle of the bands that's played at like a fire department or a, (laughs) uh, a youth center. And that's like all you get. And everybody gets up there and they play lit, uh, my own worst enemy and the lyrics are dog shit. It may, it's so (laughs) stupid. It invented that. I think that one song along with blink 182 invented that whole genre of like terrible pop punk. That was like good Charlotte and all American rejects that I just loathe with all of my every fiber in my being that carried through the early 2000s where like every song was like, I want to know why, why would you be my girlfriend? Nobody liked me in high school. (laughs) And it's like, I just, I fucking hate all of it. And I went, I went, if I could wipe all of that from the record and just have it not exist in a kind of like Dr. Strange kind of way where he could just make it not happen. I think that, the world you know, would be a better place. I think that the World Trade Center would still be standing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just going to throw some things out there. You know, and then uh, several other things. Maybe maybe even some, I don't know, when Waco happened, but maybe Waco wouldn't have happened. Uh, I don't know when that took place. But probably that wouldn't have happened either. So some other good shit. Yeah. Um, that song fucking sucks so bad. It's corny. It's stupid. The riff sucks. Uh, it, can we forget about the thing? Yeah. Two notes. Sing another yeah. note. 
you know? <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, and now they're a country band. Yeah. And that's because that's what happens to shitty rock from the 90s. You become a country band and you go to hell like the fucking guy from Stained. Yep. <laughs> it's true. That was like that. Uh, uh, now, now we're stirring up the hate. Now this is good. Now, this is a good. Now I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting riled up. Yeah. I got about 30 more of these. Let's go. Chad, you're, you're sad. Uh, This, this uh, yep. <laughs> Even mentioning the name, just it just it. Uh, just, uh, He's uh, getting more yeah. angry. He's turning red. I Wonderful know. Christmas time by Paul McCartney. I had that oh, on mine. Oh, thank yes. you. Yes, yes. You pompous. Oh, fucking ego. This is that's the thing that I go to where I'm like, you know what? The Beatles weren't that great. Yep. You know, the Beatles as a whole, you know, uh, get a level of praise that I feel is v- just undeserved. Like, it's just, no, yeah. no. Col- uh, the entire catalog, I don't care. Imagine all the people. Shut up. Um, wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. I have no idea why this thing ever gets played, let alone why it was ever released. Like, when you listen to it, it's terrible. It's like that, that was, that was your. Put a stamp on it, ship it, print it, go yeah. and send it out. And the fact that it still gets played anywhere, anywhere. Oh, constantly. Uh, yeah. Especially at Christmas time. Every radio station is playing it. Yeah. And, and just, what a what an earworm that makes you want to take a drill to your head. Yeah. yeah. The keyboards sound like mutilated cat noises. Yes. Yeah, it's like uh it's like Paul meow, meow, meow. <laughs> It's like Paul McCartney. <laughs> meow, 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 Paul meow, McCartney meow. wrote a jingle for a product that no one wanted and <laughs> it became this, you know. Yeah. It's accurate. It's it's a horrible song. Yeah. It's a yeah, that is a toothpaste commercial. Uh, like you, that just, it's, you may, it's a toothpaste commercial for with the toothpaste is made with arsenic. You made me hate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So my third one is Creed's higher. <laughs> when I was in high school and then my first year in college, it seemed to me like every guy my age wanted to be Scott Stapp uh-huh. and they would go around. Everyone had to learn this on guitar or bass and that's all they would want to play or that's all they would want to sing. It was horrible. Still is horrible. It's that level. It's it that level of just bad inspirational, like uh, inspirational metal that no one wants. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one wanted yet. So many people, Oh, I love it. Hey, you know, and it was like, no matter who I hung out with, someone's like, Oh, I got the Creed CD. Let me put it in. No, no, no. Let me out. Let me out. I need to drive my own car. He's called. I I can't listen to this. It was so bad. I'm so thankful that I, because I kind of liked their first one. Uh, their first record I dug, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's it's bad. Yeah. But that second will change the game. That second yeah. will change the game. I I gotta admit though, um, I'll be real honest with you guys. 
Higher came out, I tolerated it. It was with arms wide open that killed it for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> every band that was the every band I think uh, especially during when that I era. Just heard. Every band I think especially in that era just got fed so much of their own bullshit to where they had to write the ballad. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And and it's it, they were oh. they were middle they were already annoying bands to begin with, but now they've got the ballad as the single and you're just like, "Oh uh-huh. no, like there's someone just Someone allowed them to be here. Um, who, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, honorable mention somewhere. Uh, honorable mention that's a parallel to Creed. Uh, uh, arms wide open. Hooba stank the reason. Yes, <laughs> that it was everywhere. Everyone fucking sang it, and it was just like yep. it, from the from the first time you heard it, you're like, please die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Dan, you're third. God damn. I'm just thinking. I'm like, my list is growing. <laughs> it's like, because you know what? I I'm, forgot I hated I'm, them. I forgot I hated them. This is just stirring up a lot of repressed uh, things in me. Welcome to therapy. And like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's all coming out. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that episode of It's Always Said. You unzipped me. It's all coming out. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so the, I'm gonna pick my number, my, my number three. <laughs> I gotta, oh shit! I feel like I gotta, uh, I gotta change up something. I'm gonna go with this one though, and it's it's from a podcast that this one's an inspiration one. So I gotta give a shout out to Nath Pizzolatto, okay? Because I did the podcast uh, community shower with Nath and Drew Hallway, and Nath brought this up. And as soon as Nath mentioned this, I said, Oh my God, Nath is so unbelievably right about this assessment. And he sold me on it completely. So it's a completely borrowed answer, but Uh he's never been more correct. So specifically everlast what it's like the radio edit. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember the radio edit? The radio where they edit, put in yeah. The sound effects. <laughs> yeah. That's the most annoying song. Okay, now not only that, but Nate had some very specific things that he called about about why this song sucks in particular. <laughs> Specifically, the lyrics are terrible. Okay, and the, he he mentioned uh, the one line where he said there was this kid named Max who used to get fat stacks out on the corner with drugs, and he said, "Why wouldn't he say crack?" He's like, "That's the obvious <laughs> rhyme." <laughs> true. True. I was like, hundred percent correct. <laughs> Cannot argue with Nath on that one. But he said, uh, and it, and then you like all everywhere where they would censor something, they would put in like the most random sound effects. Like I think at one point they even have a rooster coming in. <laughs> Not yeah. to mention the fact that the song itself is just fucking horrible. I was so it's going to be a tie for me between like a couple. I want to do something with Everlast because Everlast fucking sucks, and I wasn't sure whether or not to do what it's like or that horrible song he did on the Santana album. Put your lights on. Yeah, just showing up and just showing up and, and just asming, getting your asthma through a song. Just like <laughs> the put your lights put on your song lights has. On. Uh, uh, that's borderline him doing an Adam Sandler impression. Because <laughs> like, there's, it, there's a monster. You know, like, it's so bad. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah this hey the the landscape's changing the landscape's changing as we're going through this because now i'm like you know what Come i to find out yeah i hate that a lot i hate that a lot um, yeah you're got pregnant pregnant from a kid named tom who said he was in love it's so bad i hate songs that tell stories i hate songs that tell stories i don't know why it's write a fucking novel <laughs> you know, I, I've got, I, I've, I think I've got two songs that kind of occupy the same space a little bit. So okay. it's a little bit of a cheat, but, um, <sighs> God damn it. Uh, James Blunt, you're beautiful. And Ed Sheeran's <laughs> thinking out loud. Oh, I don't okay. know Ed Sheeran's thinking out loud. Every, I don't think I've never heard that song. It, just know if you dance to this at your wedding, it's not going to last. Okay. Like, just, just okay, hey, it, get your finances in order. Never merge the bank accounts. This shit is not, <laughs> yeah. this shit is not lasting. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. what, an, what, an, what an overly abused song for any kind of just just new young dumb love you know just the, the kind of, yeah the, the 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 kind of shit that makes compromises on what brand of yogurt you buy um <laughs> uh, this is a chobani house yeah yeah it's uh like i uh, i i don't even i don't even know how to how to adequately describe my disgust for these this level of of lovey kind of songs because they're just cheap. It's cheap love. It's cheap love. It's yeah. forced. Um, it's manufactured. It's not real. Yeah. It, it's, it's any, it's any girl at a concert that has gotten the warm fuzzies over hearing your body is a wonderland by John Mayer. Just shut, shut it down. <laughs> your entire, your, your entire scale of how to measure a relationship is woefully wrong. Yep. <laughs> yeah, those are those are rough. Okay, my fourth shifting gears is genre-wise, it's different than everything else, but it's equally just as bad. It's always been bad. It's it's like having spiders rape your brain. <laughs> it's uh break stuff by limp biscuit. Hey, I that ha- was on my list. All right. It is one of the worst songs ever recorded. Not that like not that Limp Biscuit ever made anything decent or good, but it is by far their worst, most obnoxious, yep. most offensive, insulting, stupidest, and the music video just takes it to the next level of stupidity and ignorance and horribleness. It is garbage. Mm, I will second that. I will third that 100%. Terrible song. Yeah. Terrible song. It was almost a time. So there's three Limp Bizkit songs to me. I hate Limp Bizkit. I've always, when they came out, I never, I never got on board with them. Um, I even, a lot of people will ju- try to justify like, oh, their first album was good. I didn't, first album didn't do it for me. I just could never get on board with them, right? Mm-hmm. There were three songs on their, I think they're all from that second record. Uh, was it Significant Other? No, Nuki was their second one, I think. Uh, what's the name of the album? Nookie? Nu- Nuki? Okay. <laughs> I love uh, I love the I way you're Nuki pronouncing this too, by the know. way. Is I remember it, the, is guy, the guy the guy he's Nuki? like wearing the cap and he's the is the drawing yeah. and it looks like it's it looks like an airbrushed t-shirt from Daytona. And yeah. um uh 
Nookie was one of the singles. Roland was one of the singles and break stuff was one of the singles. And all three of those songs are equally terrible. They're I bad. think be- between those break stuff's probably my least favorite Nookie. I could hang with because you could always do the cookie monster parody of it. <laughs> yeah. like, I did it all for the cookie <laughs> yeah. and that made it okay to listen to. And then Roland was just so dumb that I could, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But God, I, could, I was like, all right, this is just so stupid. It sucks like, because like it sucks because the level of talent in West Borland is so far beyond that damn band. Yes. But shame on him because he still made he slipped. He made his bed and he sleeps with it. So I don't feel the least bit sorry for him. OK. And my problem with break stuff is people took it serious. They yeah. really yeah. were like, yo, this is the one bro song gets me amped. And I was like, you are a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this song changed your life, it's like, it makes me see, it makes me th- see yeah. things differently, bro. Makes me see things differently. I'm going to get a trample tattoo. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like when you watch that fucking, like, did y'all watch the Woodstock night yeah. documentary yeah. on yeah. HBO? Yeah. A, like a, that whole sequence with break stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, we were all there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like what? What a what a misplaced uh, uh just, what a wow. misplaced Moby target. Was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay, Dan, you're fourth. Oh fuck! I got two left. Man, now we're getting to the now we're getting to the wire. Um, <laughs> fucking cheeseburger in paradise <laughs> by Jimmy Buffett. Okay, it's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jimmy Buffett. I never his... really liked anything by Jimmy Buffett. Now that no, because you're a good person. Because uh, <laughs> you're not a piece of shit, Mark. You're not a, you're not a drunk Floridian who passes out on beaches and and hits his, the people that he loves. Uh, sorry, that's a generalization. I that song is so unbelievably stupid. Um, yes. Uh, the I just I got such a gripe against Jimmy Buffett as an artist. I think everything about him is, is terrible. Only the only person who's ever allowed to sing songs about food is Weird Al Yankovic. Okay, <laughs> that's and fair. That's it. Like that's he's the only one ever allowed. And it's like I and it's it's when he's doing I love Rocky Road and that's it. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Uh, it just doesn't work for me. I like mine with lit and his and the problem with Jimmy Buffett is it's not only are the lyrics dumb, his voice is bad. Okay, yes, he's a bad singer. He cannot carry a tune. Um, he's flat a lot. Yeah, on the records, so it's it's he's not able to really hit the notes in a very very simple med- melody that he's writing. So he's he sounds like an off Neil Diamond, and Neil Diamond's not even that great of a singer. Um. <laughs> He sounds bloated. You know, some people sound fat when they sing. Yeah. But it's a yeah. good thing. Like, like Luther Vandross sounds fat when he sings, but you're like, yes. John Popper from Blues Traveler sounds fat when he sings, but you're like, it's a good thing. Jimmy Buffett sounds fat when he sings, but you're like, you need to get your cholesterol checked like, tomorrow. <laughs> 
It's like, my man, you need to consult your physician. This is not sounding good. That vibrato, that vibrato, man, that's a, that's an A order about to blow, son. That's, that's not vibrato. Like you have a, your, your body's producing too much mucus right now in your throat. It's it's like, it's bubbling up. Yeah. You have an esophageal discharge right now. <laughs> what is Pat Oswalt's joke? And he's like, I can tell, I can tell you're fat by how you pronounce the letter B. <laughs> gotta go get some biscuits. Just gotta go get some It's like you, you are flubby letter B fat. That's what you are. <laughs> okay, Chad, you're. Oh fourth. my God. Uh, yeah, we're getting down to it. Uh, yeah, this is easy uh, because God, from the first note, want to be by Spice Girls strong yeah Yeah. i mean from the start and oh my god like it's it gets used in too many movies too many tv shows um i mean from the from the start from the first note you're like oh god like (laughs) it's so aggressive yeah it's just an assault on your ears it's they're shouting at me and i'm I'm like ladies ladies (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to be your lover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, thank you for it, the it, offer. I'll pass. It's yeah. like the, the, the question is asked, tell me what you want. And there's no time for you to answer because it's just aggressively what they want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Broussard has a really good bit about. Oh yeah. Right now. Have you heard? No, his? I have not. It's uh, it, it's about how indecisive they are, <laughs> and he's like, you they, like look to look to no better example than the Spice Girls, because it's like it's like, well, tell me what you want. It's like I'll tell you what I want, what I really really want. Yeah, tell me what you want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really really want. Okay, I wanna, I wanna, <sighs> I wanna. <laughs> it's fucking. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful bit. And then it just goes into a whole thing about how we got to have orgies. So it's just like, well, that, yeah. that, that <laughs> jump in that gap is odd. Like where we started and where we ended up. I, I understand the hoes before bros mentality they were trying to do. Um, I get it, but. <laughs> but it's, yeah, but like you said, we we're going to go over to your friend's house. I showed up naked with a casserole. We got some signals crossed, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was a volume issue for me. It was just. <laughs> yeah. Let's discuss this civilly, okay? Yeah. Instead, you don't need to scream at me. Yeah, these contract <laughs> negotiations are intense. Yeah, send me your body down. Let's, like. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Everybody, <laughs> okay? You villain. God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so solid four uh there. Um man. Uh and and two, well, yeah, uh we'll, we'll get some we'll I'll I'll save that for some honorable mentions. We'll move on. Okay. So then my fifth and final pick before the honorable mentions is uh it's been a while by stained. <laughs> yeah. The entire genre. Not only is the song bad, the entire genre of it's grunt rock. still overplayed on rock radio. <laughs> 
It's it's terrible. It died the instant it was released. Aaron Lewis sounded like he was dead when he recorded it. Yeah. It's just horrible. Uh, that was like peak. I'm angry at my mom and dad music. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, yeah. Can I blame this on my father? My father. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, it's and, and now what he's become is that's uh, that's a neat evolution. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's uh, it's I I have I have no other words other than it's just horrible. Like it's one of those songs where if I hear it in if I'm at a party or if I'm at an event if I'm somewhere and it comes on, I'm like okay, I got to find somewhere else to be right now. That's what all these songs drive me to yeah, do. I'm I just, just like this is. I have to leave. I'll just go. I won't even say I got to be somewhere else. I'll just, I'll just leave. Yeah. It's, that's it's a party. Horrible. That's because those are people you don't owe an apology to. You don't owe them an explanation. When that, <laughs> they start putting on, when that song, <laughs> they start playing stain. When that song came out, <laughs> I was in a band and I remember we were having like a kind of like a house yeah. party and, uh, Casey, the guitar player, the other guitar player in the band, we were both like blues nerds, Steve Ray Vaughan, all that stuff. So we would get together because our lead singer was a douche and would never show up to practice. So we ended up having sort of like a house party that was kind of like a rehearsal session. And so it's just, you know, him and I going back and forth on all the Stevie Ray stuff that we loved. And um, as we're going through this, someone dared to pick up an acoustic guitar and start playing. It's been a while, and his father comes over and just gra- like grabs the guitar neck and just goes, "No." That's good parenting. Yeah, just a solid no. What was that other one that he did that was uh, w- with? Fred Durst, where he's like, I can see through you, see through the real you. Yeah. <sighs> that song sucked so bad, too. I don't remember the name of it, but that was I don't remember the as, name of it either. That one was equally as bad as It's Been a While, but it doesn't get played as much. So I think right. It's Been a While supersedes it in terms of most annoying because it that yeah. one stuck around. Uh, and like Holy all their shit, songs are the sucks. same. Like, uh, I think that one's outside. It's like the same chords, the same four yeah. chords. Yeah, I'm on the outside. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. I'm looking in. It, yes. And the, that, so the reason why that one sucks is because he rhymes, I can see through you. He rhymes you with you. <laughs> <laughs> that takes talent. Uh, it takes talent, man. Come on. Big swing and a miss. That's the best you could have done. I'm no lyricist here, guys, but come right, But on. Dan, it's really, really, really hard to find a word that rhymes with sausage, okay? Yeah, what rhymes with you? <laughs> this was, hey, this was. And like, you know, you could tell like he was like, he was probably all super like right wing then. And he was like, well, I can't, probably can't use Jew. So like. <laughs> 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 or he had that and like, maybe his band members was like, Aaron, look, you can't say Jew. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're gonna you're gonna have to change it. He's like, oh, come on, guys, that's what the song's about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, no, you got to do something. I else. don't think we can. Yeah, Fred Durst is Jewish, and he's it's like, hey, uh, all right, I'll do it. Air, my man. Yeah. I don't think we can release a single that's essentially praising the Holocaust, my man. Like, this is not a good look. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you know, like, hey, and, and this is, hey, this is pre 9 11. So we, like, I know we're looking forward to having a distraction come September, but my man, like, I don't think we can, <laughs> I don't think we can release this track at all, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dan, you're fifth. Fuck. Okay. Um, do I go with the obvious one or do I go with the sleeper? Go with whatever your gut feeling is of the one that Dan, just Dan, punches you in the listen gut. Listen to your heart. Listen. Oh, I could have gone with that one. Uh, <laughs> I hate I that even, song too. I didn't even have that on my list, but that could be. That could yeah, be that could there. be in the list. Listen to your heart. Um, you know, just because it's it kind of as soon as I thought of this one, it burrowed its way into my brain like an earworm, like the like the ones from Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and it kind of <laughs> stayed there, and it was so unbelievably annoying that I was like, okay, this might be the most annoying song that I've heard in a long time. It's fucking Don Henley. All she wants to do is dance. <laughs> oh yes, that one that one came yep, in sneaky. I agree with you there. It's yeah, like an earworm. And yeah. Wow. Wow. Does Don Henley suck a big bag of dicks? Uh, <laughs> you know, I really hope one day uh I, I I really think it would be a lot of fun to get to meet the Eagles in person. Because I, I would like to just punch them all in the face one by one. I think that would just be... Before they die, just like one by one, like Joe Walsh, fuck you. Don Henley, fuck you. Glenn Fry, fuck you. He's Bass already player, dead. Fuck you. Is he? Okay, good. I'm yeah. going to dig him up and punch him again. Fuck you. Uh... And Don Henley, I mean, that's not, that's not the only sin he's committed because like Dirty Laundry has... Yeah. Dirty laundry is on my list as well. Dirty laundry sucks. Fucking uh yeah, dirty laundry is a piece of shit as well. Come on. All she wants to do is dance though. Might be more yeah. annoying than dirty laundry. But dirty laundry kick them with the up. Yeah. Kick them with the down. Kick them with the up. Yeah. Kick them all around. <laughs> The fuck is that? Are you hack Peter Gabriel? <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to call him an inappropriate word. Uh, it would have been fitting, but it's just, it is not common language anymore. <laughs> we could, you could say but it. Would have been good. It no, would have been good to call him because he would have deserved it. Okay. Uh, yeah. You nincapoop. Don Henley nincapoop. All she wants to do is dance. What are, who, and, the, and the sad part is other people in that room say, this is a good idea, Don. You yeah. do this. You, you believe in yourself. I support you. And he probably, called, he probably called Paul McCartney. And he's like, hey, I got this fucking good idea for a song. And Paul McCartney's like, yeah, I'm writing a Christmas song. And he's like, we're, we're in a good space, Paul. And Paul <laughs> McCartney's like, yeah, we are, Don. I'll talk to you later. And they each went on and jacked off that day and felt really great about themselves. <laughs> Oh my god, like uh, this, fifth, this yeah. the lyrics are literally all she wants to do is dance is every other line. That's it. Yeah. Thank and you. what I don't even know yes. what the point of the song is cuz like I haven't really thought a whole lot about it cuz it's just like, hey, occasionally she wants to make romance. 
He'll sneak that in. Um, but it's like what it, it's it's like half of the song is trying hard to be Bruce Springsteen and the other half is just trying to have. She likes to party. Woo-hoo, she likes to get down. He's, that's a James Brown <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> that is that is uh, not even a good James Brown ripoff. That's taken like the the like. Poor, sad James Brown parts. That <laughs> God, dude, this song, like lyrically, just reading it on paper is garbage. Like it's literally like you took you, you took half a deck of Bruce Springsteen and you took half a deck of the whimsy of Dancing in the Streets and just shuffled up. I had oh, that could have been on there too. I had a tie. It was going to be that one or Genesis. I yeah, Dance. God, oh my uh-huh. God. Cause they're they're sort of equally as bad. Cause I, you know me I, and how I feel about Phil Collins. Yeah, and I had to throw something Phil Collins in there. Um, but I, I really think that probably between those two, the Don Henley one is more annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dear. So Chad, your final. The song. final one, and I mean, like I, I have other ones. I'm sure we'll get into some honorable mentions here in a second. But I mean, this yeah. band is like this band literally exist to just take the dive so other bad songs can get through the gate like this is <laughs> uh yeah 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 um nickelback rockstar what a piece of shit what a piece of yeah. shit um and the and the band as a whole like i i don't i don't care we we have not shit on nickelback enough as a society that I, I swear to God, the band exists so other bad songs can get through the gate. Like they're the they're the first ones through the door, um, and they just get blasted in the face, and then like you know Friday get, get sneaks through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this graph. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Where instead of look at this photograph, it's him holding a graph and they go, yes. look at this graph. And it's six seconds and it's fantastic. But I mean, <laughs> the, the band as a whole and just the on the nose, what is the worst content we can put forward lyrically? And I'm talking about in a universe that exists uh, uh, hand in hand with a band like Florida Georgia Line that Nickelback still takes the cake <laughs> of being the biggest pieces of shit in the music business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I think Imagine Dragons is trying to give them a run yeah, for the oh money. Yeah, oh God. Now. Like, I dated a girl. I don't know if I can name you an Imagine Dragons song, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Do you keep yeah, it that way, Yeah, just keep Dan. it that keep way. It don't. I, 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 I went on a few dates with a girl that was like, Imagine Dragons was her favorite band, and I should have known. It's like, I, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard them before we went out, and then she was like... It'd be funny if she was like, do you like Imagine Dragons? You're like, hang on, I'm imagining dragons. <laughs> I'm writing one right now. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Oh, Dan, you delightful fella. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like God, I imagine dragons is trash too. Um, but yeah, Nickelback as a whole, I mean, like we already kind of bash Creed Nickelback. You're worse than Creed. Nickelback makes you look at a couple of Creed songs and go like, you know, I'm not upset. (laughs) Yeah. Like I could handle a couple of these Creed tracks. It's better than this Nickelback craziness. So, um, for, (laughs) for, um, 
My honorable mentions, I have just a few because I was I could easily put 40, 50 songs. So for my honorable mentions, I'm putting the most irritating ones. And two of them, the first two are by the same artist. It's uh, In the Air Tonight and I Don't Care Anymore by Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> That's my man. That's my guy. They're absolutely horrible. He is one of the worst recording artists ever. That's my guy right there. Brothers uh, for next life. Next would be Nickelback, How You Remind Me. Horrible song. Oh, yeah. Strong choice. And then finally, I don't hate this band's whole catalog, but this song was so overdone. And it, it every time I hear it, it's like getting kicked in the nuts. It's Damn It by Blink-182. <laughs> yeah, that got old. Man, that got... That was the, that's the one that surprisingly hasn't gotten old for me. It's the really? uh, What's oh. My Age Again. Uh, I, 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 well, yeah, what's my age again is equally grading. Like I said, I don't hate everything Blink has done, but that song, it's just, I, it was, I got tired of it instantly. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Any, what's, uh, Dan, what's some of your honorable mentions? <laughs> okay. Honorable mentions. I'm going to go, I'm going to go quickly through these. Megadeth, Sweating Bullets, the song where you're like, hello, me, meet the real me. Yep. Uh, yep. Santana, Smooth, featuring Rob yeah. Thomas. Yeah, it's oh. a hot one. David Allen Coe, you never even called me by my name, because uh, he's a racist scumbag. Evanescence, bring me to life, just because he oh. goes, wake me up, and he's like, I can't wake up. And she's like, wake me up, and he's like, I can't wake up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You need to turn that into a bit, Dan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a, I got a couple of a uh, couple more kind of like new metal type of songs in here. Pod Alive, um, the Skateboarders <laughs> Anthem, Saliva, Click Click Boom. Um, oh yeah, Puddle of Mud. She hates me. Puddle of Mud's yep. version of About a Girl, where he, his voice cracks all the time. Yeah, Papa Roach, Last Resort. Uh, oh my God, that song yep. is amazing. I just like that. What for a song about suicide? I've never wanted anybody to kill himself more <laughs> than in that song. <laughs> and just the fact where he goes, chances are dynamite. Oh my God, yeah. what a cr- mutilation out of sight. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Phil Collins, groovy kind of glove. Hanson, yep. Mbop, Mariah Carey, Yo. All I Want for Christmas is You, Toby Keith, Red Solo Cup, because Toby <sighs> Keith's yep. a real piece of shit, too. Some 41, Fat Lip, Genesis, <laughs> Tonight, Tonight, Tonight. Uh, we already said Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. Okay, here's a rapid-fire Eagles list. Eagles, One of These Nights. <laughs> the Eagles, Love Will Keep Us Alive. The Eagles, Hotel California. The Eagles, Take It to the Limit. The Eagles, Witchy Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan's just like reading off the Eagles entire catalog. I, could, I stopped there because that's when I realized I was like, okay, I'm just reading their greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> Joe Walsh, Life's Been Good and Rocky Mountain Way. Specifically, Life's Been Good. That probably, now that I think about it, that should have been in my top five. That song is so unbelievably <laughs> terrible. The, I go to party sometimes until four. I want to yeah. kick him in the balls so hard. Uh, 
Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. Uh, Steve Miller Band, take the money and run. Steve Miller Band, fly like an eagle. Um, <laughs> Bob Seger, turn the page. That's my oh, careless whisper. Yeah. Um, and then when I said uh, songs where people only sing two notes, I wrote down The Doors, Hello, I Love You, because Jim Norrison only <laughs> sings two notes in every song. He goes, I go up and down. In every song, that's every that's every Doors <laughs> song in the world, he goes, I go up and down. And you take that, and it's you just put it over any Doors track, and it works. And then lastly is uh, Hey Mickey. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, it didn't it didn't hit me. And at I first. won't sing it because I don't want to do that. To yeah. You. Yes. Thank you. Because <laughs> chances are just by saying it, it's already in your head. Um. So, Chad, your honorable mention. believe by share. Let's start there. <laughs> you want to hear something Ooh. funny? Can I interrupt you real quick? My wife just texts me and goes, fuck you. Don't hate on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, she's delightful. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> out of all of this, out of all this, she just picks up like, fuck you. Don't know Bob Seeker. That's the one. That's the, that was where the line was for her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, believe by share. Uh, God. Um, that got played. Oh, that got played one. so much. That yeah. was like every four songs on the radio when it came out. Um, yeah. Fucking butterfly by crazy town. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> when that shit came out, like everybody oh, song, in school, that song almost ruined the chili peppers for me. Dude, that song almost ruined the chili. And if you haven't seen, like everyone, everyone that uh, that was uh, that I was in school with, like was obsessed with the song, and I'm like, fucking die, because uh, oh, also being in, thank you, also for being that. in a band at the time, they're all like, can you play Crazy Town Butterfly? Like, oh, just leave the party, just go somewhere else. Um, <laughs> uh, but if you've ever seen the movie, that song, I think that I think that song invented the tramp stamp. I think it really I think did. that song is the reason why Orange County the movie was made. Because they make so. it they make uh-huh. it such a point to point out like it's like five times yeah, in that movie about yeah. how like garbage this song is and why does everyone love this song. God <laughs> damn, that's such a good uh, point. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa Black and Yellow, fuck that song. Um Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, the New Orleans Saints yeah. anthem. Yeah. Um, uh, Matchbox 20 push. Um, yep. Uh, Rico yep. Suave by Gerardo. <laughs> 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 that shit. All, all I remember was being like, I think I was like six or seven. And it annoyed me at that age. It was like, Rico. Like, oh my God. Suave. I'm a child. I'm like, please make it end. Um, <laughs> uh, fucking uh any any of the bro country stuff uh where they got into like hip hop where they started to try to rap um uh yeah, right. honky tonk but donk a donk that bullshit like trace atkins bullshit um save a horse anything ride a cowboy big and rich and anything that once once the florida georgia stuff started to creep into nashville like all that shit's garbage uh country music to this day is garbage um uh, alt country, like listen to listen to your Sturgill. That's that shit's good. Um, 
uh, we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. Fuck that song. Um, uh, <laughs> Carrie Underwood, JFK. Carrie what? Underwood and her way too much treble ass voice, uh, before he cheats. Uh, did you think maybe he just broke up with you and now you're destroying his <laughs> shit? Um, <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh song. God. It became like an anthem for every drunk girl at the bar. Just like, yeah, this is, I'm just going to just key his truck. This bastard is like, oh, yeah. Oh, is it one of those? Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to bleach all of his Yeah, shirts. like, I'm going to, uh, I'm okay. going to commit multiple acts of uh, property damage uh, just because this person yeah. shows someone else that wasn't you. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah, it? I mean, that's, 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 that's enough hate. Um, okay. What about Mbop? Mbop. You said that. Yeah, you said I it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not entirely mad at it. Um, like it got overplayed when it came out. I'm not entirely mad at it. It's kind of like one of those songs that kind of like came full circle. Like I'm not going to listen to it intentionally, but it's not going to make me like recoil in fear <laughs> anytime it comes on. Like I have to leave this space. <laughs> this is bad. Uh, like wrist, R- like Rick Astley, like never going to give you up kind of came full circle where it's like, I'm not mad oh, at it anymore. Yeah. What about informer by snow? <laughs> Just because if you've ever seen a living color or you remember a living color back in the day, they did like a music episode. Yeah, they did yeah, the parody, the parody that, yeah. that it was uh, Jim, uh, Jim Carrey. Um, yeah, yeah, like I'm not there's a lot. There's a lot that we could have probably hit on. And, and there's a few that I'm surprised didn't get mentioned. Um, I'm surprised no Madonna made it into the conversation because God, um, uh, who let the dogs out was a, a surprising one that no one mentioned. Um, black eyed peas. It's funny that didn't come up with the conversation. Thought about it. Didn't yeah. Me. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't so uh, upset about that. Um, the, even the one where they're like, let's give it up. Mazel tov. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fine. yeah. Re- Rebecca black Friday. It's a meme. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I'm not, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, I get it. You know, it's, uh, it doesn't get stuck in my head like that one. It doesn't annoy me. Right. It just doesn't, uh, phase me. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, that song, I don't think ever's got stuck in my head. I'm like, yeah, it's not the greatest. It's not very good, but that doesn't earworm you. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't get like just, it, yeah, like you said, like if it doesn't make you like want to leave, I got to leave this room. Like this room is no good for me anymore. Right. Um, I have to, yeah, I, it's time to go. Yeah, it's not like that. Are you looking up most annoying songs? Yeah, I'm looking at the list. Um, uh, <laughs> Celine Dion got into comically absurd realms during the height of her fame. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, my heart will go on. This Kiss, who did that one? The uh, centrifugal motion one. That that song kind of sucks. But it, but again, it's not super annoying to me. Yeah, the uh, Faith Hill. Um, yeah, there's a lot of country music that I would put in a list, but I don't listen to it enough to have it register. But but that fucking solo cup song. Oh, it's bad. And again, it's it's like Fuck it's on that. the level of uh, Sweet Home Alabama that so many of these that so one. many of these songs have become anthems for really ain't shit people uh. and. Yeah. Anthems for ignorance. That's what. The, yeah. That's what my problem is. Is that I have. I not only hate the song. I hate the ethos. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like okay. this list is well. interesting. And so like one of the lists I'm looking at, I think it's just songs that were popular and this person just kind of hated on them. Like uh, uh, like <laughs> One Headlight by the Wallflowers is on here. Like, yeah, it's like their debut single. It got played. Yeah. It got overplayed. I'm not. Um, yeah. I'm the biggest fan of that song, but I, yeah, I understand. So next, yeah. so I'll tell you this next week, Chad, we decided me and Mark, we already picked up. So, cause we were talking, uh, and we're going to change gears. We need to, we need to purge ourselves. This, <laughs> okay. And we need to sort of like, <laughs> yes. uh, sort of like, you know, to, to borrow the line from purple rain, we need to purify ourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Um, <laughs> uh, but just in conversation, so me and Mark, are, we, have, we have Apple Music, and on Apple Music, you can kind of see what your friends are listening to. And I was like, holy shit, Mark's been listening to a lot of Pink Floyd lately. And I've been listening to a lot of Pink Floyd lately. And I think I've had separate conversations with each of y'all about how much we've been listening to Pink Floyd. We owe it to ourselves, and we owe it to the people to do like an all Pink Floyd dedication episode. Where all I'm we get to do that. is just talk yeah. about Pink Floyd. So I want to do that. I want to talk about Pink Floyd for just an entire tribute episode of that. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't know how we're going to tice it up yet. Maybe like favorite albums, um, favorite. We can do. We can do a couple of things. Favorite guitar solos. Favorite albums. Mm-hmm. Favorite Pink Floyd moments. Um, few different ways to to kind of skin the cat uh with pink floyd we could talk about things that maybe you don't like about pink floyd if any because there's not uh it's not all great the uh, thing right. i hate there, there's some low points the thing i hate the most about pink career. floyd is uh save it save it no because it. it's a dumb joke and i'm just gonna say it anyway the thing i hate the most oh, okay. about uh <laughs> the thing i hate the most about pink floyd is the often overlooked stepbrother lavender steve Nice. (laughs) Lavender Steve. (laughs) What's the name of your song? Wish I was there. (laughs) Nah, man, that's my brother. I'm Fuchsia Frank. (laughs) But yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. What's the name of your song? Wish I was invited. (laughs) Dan, you complete me. <laughs> cool. So yeah, pink apple flight next sounds good. Uh so yeah. So thank you guys. That was a lot of fun. I feel like I've got a lot of anger and frustration out. <laughs> I can go back to work in the morning refreshed and not so disturbed and frustrated. I hope this oh, was therapeutic up, for both of you disturbed. too. Yeah, and you didn't have to break stuff. <laughs> yeah, nobody mentioned yeah. disturbed. That's funny. Oh, they they have some bad ones too. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you all next time.